You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back this morning to Real Presence Live. Holy Thursday, yes, Holy Thursday. And I am your host, Mark Shenning. Along with uh, Father Nick Nelson, we are coming to you live from St. Mary's Church in Cook, Minnesota, part of the Diocese of Duluth. We're joined this morning by Tanner Wald from Yankton, South Dakota, on the phone. Good morning, Tanner. Good morning. How are you this fine morning? Oh, I tell you what, you know, I'm working from home today, but I've had a chance to go outside. It's a little brisk, but uh, hey, at least uh, we're looking like it's going to be pretty sunny today. It is. It is indeed a glorious morning here in uh, northern Minnesota as well. You're over in Yankton, South Dakota. Tell us first, as we get started in this this segment, about yourself. Who, what, where, and when? Oh, man. Yeah. So, I again, I'm Tanner Wald. I live in Yankton, South Dakota. It's right on the border there between South Dakota and Nebraska along the river. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I am married to my high school sweetheart of nearly seven years now. Um, so that makes me quite old in the way of young years. So um, we do have an 18-month-old son who loves to run, play outside, throw bouncy balls everywhere you can think of. Um, so lots of fun times with them that we can do out at the park and such. But as for work, um, I am a design engineer for a company called Vermeer in Freeman, South Dakota, just uh, shy 30 miles north of Yankton. Um, been with them for about eight years. And then in my spare time, I enjoy lots of woodworking, uh, again, hanging out at the park with my family, going on walks, and uh, beginning to playing with Hot Wheels with my son as he gets older here. And you're very active over at St. Ben's, correct? Oh, absolutely, yes. i got to include that, yes. I'm, yep. uh, I've recently involved in the spirituality committee there. I uh, you know, attend, you know, weekend mass each time and do lots of various other volunteer opportunities for the uh, six years that I've been there. So. St. Ben's in Yankton is celebrating the Divine Mercy in a special way this year. Tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so uh, again, uh, the Spirituality Committee, has um, they're, they're putting together a 24-hour adoration schedule uh, leading up to and into the Divine Mercy Sunday. It uh, starts with an adoration at, uh, in the afternoon on Saturday, April 10th, and ending with a Divine Mercy chaplet which starts in the um, afternoon aspect of Sunday on April 11th. Um, the, blessed, the Blessed Sacrament will be exposed uh, during each hour of adoration during that 24-hour time frame uh, with, with that large time frame dedicated to adoration. Um, with the goal of this event for our committee is we really felt that it was an opportunity to encourage anyone to come in and... Uh, use it as a way to create or build a relationship with God, uh, whether it is through prayer or giving thanks, asking for help, or simply just admiring the Blessed Sacrament. Adoration means a lot for each of us, and each of us has a little different approach to adoration. What, what's, what's your experience with adoration? Yeah, so um, so just a little bit. I So with being 31 years old, I've been outside of college now for eight years, so I've had various opportunities within college and outside of college, um, so kind of a handful of times. You know, it, it's really an opportunity for me to really just kind of sit back and relax, 
and just kind of listen to what God has to say to me. Um, a lot of times I get this feeling that the noise of the world is muted. Um, it, it gives me a sense of just kind of just focused on him and I as kind of like a long-distance uh, relationship over a phone call. You know, you kind of have an hour long of talking to each other. I kind of get that sense. Um, for me, there's times where I've prayed the rosary, as I've come more into doing that more often. Um, there's other times where I've just sat there, maybe depending on if it's just a quick time for him to come in. And then, you know, a lot of times I do reflect on how my life is going, uh, things that I've done to kind of lead me up to where I'm at. And so it's good. It's a good opportunity to know where I'm going, and especially with him alongside. Uh, it provides me an opportunity to listen to my heart and just understand what is my purpose in life. So um, sometimes I've cried, sometimes it's just been kind of a light bulb opportunity, or sometimes it's just good just to relax and just have a good one-on-one with God. Um, I know each time is different, but the um, I approach it the same way with just letting my heart be open and just listening to God. Um, being in front of the Blessed Sacrament is definitely a good opportunity to build a relationship with Him. Tanner, this is Father Nick, and I have found, you know, adoration is such one of the greatest acts of faith sure. um, that we can give to the Lord, because, right, I mean, we're, we're sitting, um, looking at someone who looks like bread, but no, we actually believe you are Jesus, Son of living God, God himself incarnate, and then I'm actually going to, um, it's going to cost me something. It's going to cost me time. I'm going to sit here (laughs) and be with you and talk to you. Um, Even when I may not feel anything, maybe when I may not hear anything, um, I could be doing a number of other things, things that are maybe enjoyable physically, emotionally, um, maybe even things that are more productive, you know, work. Sure. Yet I'm choosing to spend this time with you, Jesus. So it's it's really is such an act of love, um, and what we call disinterested love, um, selfless love, uh, because I could be maybe not getting anything out of it that I can really experientially uh, notice, except you know for the fact that we believe it, and at the end of time, you know, when we enter eternity. Uh, we'll see how this time, these times, uh, these hours, uh, these sacrifices of other areas in order to, to be with the Lord um, has made a difference, has, you know, bring me closer okay. to Christ and how has brought, uh, you know, the kingdom of God, you know, into our world. No, I agree with that. There's times where, you know, I, I can recall one adoration where I just kind of felt like it, while I didn't, in a sense, like I accomplished anything, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, the time afterwards, it my mind just started going, okay, what just happened? What what was he trying to tell me? And you know, maybe it's just an opportunity that maybe I need to go back again, and maybe come in with maybe a more focused idea, or just again, just listen. Yeah. This is Real Presence Live. This is our Holy Thursday. Yes, we are coming to you from St. Mary's Church in Cook, part of the Diocese of Duluth. Mark Cheney, along with Father Nick Nelson. We're joined this morning by Tanner Wald of Yankton, South Dakota, talking about the uh, adoration 
at St. Ben's and the Divine Mercy in a special way this year. Um, Tanner, why did the parish at at St. Ben's feel that this was a good time for the 24-hour adoration? Yeah, you know, I I, I took some time to really reflect on this question because, you know, a lot has happened in the past year. You know, I mean, things that we find to be out of our control, um, you know, just things that we didn't have go according to plan or just kind of out of our normal time frame. So, um, but I did learn that recently the spirituality committee was reignited. Um, I know that there was a committee formed before where I attended adoration. And so recently it was kind of, hey, we need to have this back in our church. We need to get people back into, you know, praying and get involved with the church in positive ways. And so I think with this committee coming back, you know, their ultimate goal is to create events or opportunities for the parishioners and anybody outside the church that is interested to come in and really pray and build a relationship with God. Um, specifically with this event, you know, the, the, the Feast of Divine Mercy is right around the corner with Easter coming up. And so the committee saw an opportunity for a, a great church-wide prayer event to get things started. Um, definitely, you know, provides a wide range of opportunities for people to come in at various times. So um, I, I think I think that's a good way to get this committee started. Again, this is Real Presence Live. We are talking with Tanner Wald from Yankton, South Dakota, and we are talking about the subject of the 24-hour adoration of the Divine Mercy. What do... Uh, what do you do during adoration? Is it a type of a church service? So for most of the 24-hour adoration that we have, the Blessed Sacrament's going to be exposed on the altar, and really it's just an opportunity for anybody to come in, uh, sit in the pew, kneel, um, as you see fitting. You Essentially, you're, you're praying with Scripture, reading it. Uh, you can pray with the rosary. Um, or you can just focus and kind of understand, you know, what, what is it that my heart's trying to tell me at that time? And, and again, mentioning before, you know, listening to God and, and, and really kind of just soaking in the moment of Him being right there. Um, and, and, you know, you could be doing all three, or you can be doing, you know, other things. Um, we definitely see it as an opportunity that you don't have to be there for five minutes. You could be there for a half hour to an hour or heck if you wanted to be there for four hours but uh you do as you feel is comfortable um it's really a a way for our um hearts to be open so we communicate with them and then uh there are going to be at various points in the 24-hour time frame that there will be mass and and a specific rosary prayed um there but for the most part it will be prayer time tanner this is uh wonderful what you guys are doing there and you know in conjunction with divine mercy which i think is so fitting because jesus you know who is divine mercy uh, mercy incarnate if you will um in the blessed sacrament to to spend time with him and so when we come back maybe we can talk a little bit especially about divine mercy and uh, one of the the um when we were preparing for this this show for today i thought uh this would be so important to talk about divine mercy because um, one, it's the, the, the Sunday after Easter Sunday, but a lot of times, 
uh, it gets kind of lost in the sacred triduum because you need to prepare for it. And uh, we've got so much going on with the sacred triduum, we kind of forget about divine mercy, and especially the novena. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're familiar with the novena, so maybe we can talk about that because that actually starts tomorrow. And so I thought this show would be a good time for us to, you know, prepare for the novena, which will help us prepare for Divine Mercy Sunday. And uh, there's just so much going on with the Triduum that, uh, you know, to call people's attention to Divine Mercy and um, the novena, the prayer, the nine days, which begins on Good Friday, uh, uh, very providentially and very um, significantly enough. So lots more to talk about as we talk with Tanner Wall from Yankton, South Dakota. We'll be back with more of Real Presence Live coming up. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You may know that suicide rates are skyrocketing, but do you know why? I'm Father Chris Alar. While suicide is often related to depression, the effects and causes are different. For example, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and substance abuse are likely effects of depression, whereas purposelessness and hopelessness are the causes of depression. And if you don't see any purpose in life, you will have no hope. In a world that says happiness is found only in sex, money, and power, you will never be completely satisfied. There is only one thing that can bring true happiness, and without it, you will fall into depression and despair. So to find this hope, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning, live from St. Mary's Church in Cook, part of the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. Father Nick Nelson alongside, right here, yours truly, Mark Shaney. And we are joined this morning by Tanner Wald of Yankton, South Dakota, part of the St. Ben's family. St. Ben's celebrating the Divine Mercy, a very special way this year, their 24-hour adoration for Divine Mercy. And uh, we mentioned this as we went into our break, uh, Tanner, about April 10th, beginning that 24-hour adoration period and uh what's going to happen that first evening 
Yeah, so um, we have a great opportunity to start out with a two-hour session of adoration where the Blessed Sacrament will be exposed on the altar. Um, the biggest thing that is added for this part is confessions will be available. It's a great way for us, be- you know, before we start into the 24-hour adoration to really just kind of, you know, profess our sins and just be able to sh- to state, you know, what is it that's been troubling us. And so it's it's great that that will be available during that um, two-hour session. Uh, once that's finished, we will have our, um, at 4.30, we will have a rosary and kind of a quiet prayer time before Mass, which starts at 5 p.m. Once the 5 p.m. Mass is done, essentially the uh, adoration really starts kicking in for kind of a long time frame, especially from 6 p.m. to midnight on the Saturday portion. Um, The Blessed Sacrament will be exposed. Any hour of that time, you're more than welcome to come in, pray, and just kind of just soak in the opportunity of um, the presence of Jesus. It's great, Tanner. Um, and you're doing this in connection with Divine Mercy Sunday. What is what is your own kind of personal devotion with uh, Divine Mercy? Is there anything uh, um, special in how uh, this great feast that uh, St. Paul, John Paul II, instituted for us, uh, you know, bears fruit in your life? I, I think for me, um, it's been kind of a hit and miss when it comes to Divine Mercy Sunday, but I know at the times that I have um, dove into Divine Mercy, um, I've, I've tried my best to make sure that I attend um, the said chaplet at, either at St. Um, Benedict or at another church around the area. Um, you know, as I've come to pray the rosary more, I definitely um, try to take into account that the Divine Mercy Chaplet is uh, um, sung or at least prayed through the rosary way of, you know, the Our Father beads and the Hail Mary beads. And so yeah. I think that's a great way for me to kind of tie in what I, how I pray with the rosary normally and then use the Divine Mercy as a way to, to pray for that specific day. Yeah, it's it's. I think even for some people, maybe that you know, a rosary might be a little too much for them. If you can, if we can teach them the Divine Mercy Chaplet. I mean, if you say the Divine Mercy Chaplet right, you can finish that like in five minutes compared to the rosary, <laughs> which is you know, fifteen to to twenty minutes long. Sometimes right. a little easier easier for people. And you know, growing up, one of the my family, um, I can remember you know, praying a decade of the rosary every, every night. Um, and then later on for somehow, I don't even know the kind of inspiration, but, um, started, um, the divine mercy, uh, and not so maybe the, the chaplet daily or anything, but when this time of year came around, we would do the novena together as a family, even to this day, I'm the oldest of six kids and, uh, four of, my siblings are married, the others engaged, we have nieces and nephews, and so on. Our, we stay in, connected through this kind of family group text, and uh, every every year someone will, um, without fail, put onto the group text, hey, it's Good Friday's tomorrow, it's Good Friday, <laughs> uh, you know, don't forget to start the novena, you know, for Divine Mercy, and um, it's a beautiful novena, because Every day you pray for a diff- particular group of p- 
people. You pray for children. You pray for those who have left the faith. You pray for those who have never known God. You uh, you pray for priests and religious, and maybe the, the kind of one that is most challenging for or uh, relevant to a lot of us, maybe um, listening, is both okay. There's a group, there's a day praying for the faithful, but also for the lukewarm, you know. And so it's always a challenge. Like okay. Um, Remember, Book of Revelation, Jesus says that I wish you're hot or cold, but because you're neither, I'll spew you out of my mouth. And so, uh, part of God's divine mercy is uh, also to inspire us to to greater faithfulness and and holiness. Um, do you know? Is there what will happen? You know, Sunday. You know, that's that's the day of divine mercy. Uh, there's an indulgence. That, that the church gives us in regard to this great feast of, of divine mercy. Uh, what, what will be going on at your, your parish on, on Sunday? Yeah, so um, to continue what was happening on Saturday, so again, the adoration on Saturday is from 6 p.m. to midnight. Uh, that adoration will basically fold over into, you know, Sunday from midnight to 8 a.m. So I tell you what, even those night owls, they, they're definitely, you know, got a time frame there that they can come in and and definitely, you know, have time with God and, and pray and such. And so um, once the 8 a.m. time frame is complete, uh, another rosary will uh, will be available for those before the uh, 8.30 Mass that normally goes on for Sunday. And then between the Masses, because there's a Mass at 10.30 as well, there's going to be another rosary, an hour-long rosary time frame, and uh, quiet prayer time for that. Um, essentially, once the 10.30 Mass is complete, there will be a three-and-a-half-hour stint of the Blessed Sacrament being exposed again for adoration. Uh, that you know, it's, it's no different than what has been going on over the course of the, the event and such, but the biggest thing is at 3 p.m., we're going to have our Divine Mercy Chaplet, which will be led by a member or a few from the choir, as I've heard. Um, they're they're going to be singing um, the prayer, and so that will provide an opportunity for everybody to, as a community, to pray together the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Um, specifically, there are going to be times where we'll have some readings. I know I'm doing one of the prayer readings. And then um, there's going to be a testimony from a couple from the church who actually named their child uh, Faustina. Okay. And so I think that's going to be a great opportunity to listen to them, um, understand uh, what their story is about and how they um, came to this of naming their child um, after St. Faustina, who is in accordance with the Divine Mercy uh, Sunday and such. So, um, And then I also see that Father Tom Anderson is going to have some meditation, and then we'll have a closing prayer. Okay. So a 24-hour adoration for Divine Mercy at St. Ben's in Yankton, South Dakota. Now, given the time frame, is there a sign-up sheet, or is someone always there? Well, kind of both. So there is a sign-up sheet where um, initially we have, like, four slots, you know, written down on a piece of paper. But, hey, you know, as many people that want to come, definitely encouraged. Uh, you know, the goal of this event with, you know, the aspect of having people there, especially with the Blessed Sacrament exposed, um, our goal is to have at least two people there. Uh, one of the spirituality committee members directed us to Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. 
it says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And I thought that was that was a neat verse to tie in to the idea of that. And so I think that's a great way for us to um, be able to relate Scripture to actual praying and such. So where can people find out more details of this adoration, the 24-hour adoration at St. Ben's? Um, so for us specifically, we do have a website. It is Yankton St. Benedict.org. Um, you can type it into Google there and should be able to locate that for you. Um, there is a an electronic science sheet. I just realized this last night as I was reviewing this. Um, and there is also going to be a physical sign-up sheet available in the main lobby area. The biggest thing is if you have any questions about the event specifically, um, you can uh, call the church at 605-664-6214, and that should be able to get you directed to either Father Tom or um, the administrative assistant at the church. Well, it's wonderful, Tanner, and you're in Yankton, South Dakota, and I know many parishes across our listening area are hosting these type of Divine Mercy events, and so I encourage everyone to, to look around Um Maybe ask uh, some of your priests in the area if your parish itself isn't hosting anything like this, if this is something you feel uh, drawn to, especially on a Sunday itself. Um, for those who, you know, maybe you can't get to any of these parish parishes that are hosting these things, uh, a couple of things I'd like to draw your attention to. and One is the, the plenary indulgence, which is, which is offered in regard to this great um, devotion of divine mercy. So plenary indulgence is uh, is remission of all temporal punishment due to sin. And uh, so we, if we commit a mortal sin, for example, we can go to confession, and we can have that forgiven, but we still have the temporal punishment, kind of the justice that we still need to make up for that. And an indulgence helps remit that, um, helps kind of uh, make up for that justice that we, we owe because of that sin. And... The church in her great mercy, because she has the authority over all the merits and graces of Christ on the cross and all the saints throughout the ages, is able to dispense of those in as she sees fits. And so she offers indulgences. And there's an indulgence with Divine Mercy Sunday. So the conditions of that is, one, that we go to confession, either 20 days before or 20 days after, within that time frame. We receive Holy Communion, okay? preferably um, around that, that time, the day of, uh, preferably. And um, that we pray for the intentions of our Holy Father. Uh, usually you just say, a Hail Mary and our Father and a glory be. Um, but the, the kind of the catch or the kicker for a plenary indulgence is that we have the interior disposition of complete detachment from sin. And so that's kind of, that's kind of difficult, even venial sin. So this desire, you know, really no desire to commit even a venial sin. And, but here's the thing, even if um, we don't have complete detachment from sin, even venial sin, uh, we can still receive um, a partial indulgence, which is remittance of temporal punishment due to sin in the, a partial way. So I, I, I think indulgences and doing these indulgences are, are beautiful things. They express great faith and devotion. And so uh, a great one is this Divine Mercy Sunday. 
But there's also a special grace for Divine Mercy Sunday, and I wanted to bring our attention to that in addition to the indulgence that is is offered. So there's a special grace that our Lord promised for Mercy Sunday, and it is it comes slowly through the reception of Holy Communion on that day, being in a state of grace and trust in the divine mercy. So the special graces promised by our Lord for Mercy Sunday can be received by a soul in a state of grace, but even with imperfect love for God. So that's how merciful God is in this day. And imperfect contrition for sin, as long as the soul merely trusts in the mercy of God and clings to him because of his promised benefits. Um, also, they can only be received, these graces, for uh, the person himself or herself. Whereas the indulgence, um, I didn't mention, but you may know that you can offer that for someone who has died, who's, who's passed already, like a soul in purgatory. And finally, though, um, the grace that is offered for divine mercy. This is really cool. This is nothing less than the equivalent of a complete renewal of baptismal grace in the soul. Okay, this is what our Lord promised St. Faustina. Complete forgiveness, the remission of sins and punishment. Okay, so such a measure of grace can only be received otherwise through baptism, which we can only <laughs> receive once. All right, so this special grace on Divine Mercy Sunday of being in a state of grace and receiving Holy Communion and trust in Divine Mercy, one is able to receive this grace that our Lord promised to uh, St. Faustina. Um, and that's something separate than the ind indulgence. And in a sense, the, the effects of it is somewhat similar and you know, even greater. So I encourage everyone to start this novena tomorrow. You can find it online, the, the daily prayers um, for this novena, that you'll say the chaplet every day. And you'll pray for a particular group of people each day. And then uh, Divine Mercy Sunday, uh, the second Sunday of Easter, um, make that Sunday special. Uh, pray those prayers for the Holy Father, get to confession if you haven't, um, and receive Holy Communion, um, trusting in the great divine mercy of our Lord. Um, Tanner, you still there? <laughs> yes. Yep. Thank you so much. I'm guessing, you know, you, you you'll kind of have public um, opportunities for to, to receive the indulgence and all those descriptions of you know, and pamphlets and stuff, so people will be able to do it at your parish and parishes across our listening area. And so, thank you, Tanner, for uh, you know promoting this great this great devotion. And I wish a blessed sacrament, a blessed triduum, to you and your family and your parish. And I pray many people uh, show up um, for your great Divine Mercy Sunday event and adoration. Yeah, thank you for uh, having me on today. You know, allowing me to 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 let let a, the area know about our 24-hour adoration and a great opportunity is and such and uh, thanks for having me on thank you for joining us it's been a great half hour we'll be back with more of real presence live this morning as father joel hastings from the diocese of duluth joins us it's coming up on real presence live live engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.